And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I'm your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix. And with me in studio, we have Kevin Inslin. Pastor Gavin Inslin. Without a cough. Without a cough. Yay. <laughs> right here on the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. I think the previous time that I wasn't in the studio, probably I had COVID or something. Yes, that was the last time you were in the studio. Yep. Yep. And then last week. You were I was weaker. Last week I was weak. Ish. <laughs> so I didn't have enough wheat picks. Yeah. For breakfast, wow, I became wow, weak. Wow. <laughs> right here on Active FM on the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. You almost left out our slogan. Yeah. And this week's hot politics, we are speaking yes again about the Israel Palestinian conflict. But now we're looking at what is happening here in South Africa. With Related to that conflict. Do you understand? Because a lot of different countries, there's been so many... I mean, it's not even our war. And so many countries have been pretending. Or, we need to dig into that you today. You know, like doing stuff as if it's their war yeah. to fight. And it has nothing to do with South Africa. It has nothing to do with America. I'm saying that very cautiously. Well, I suppose South and Muslims... Yeah, but... Which is like 2% of the population. Do you understand? And, and then the Savian Jews, which is what, about 1% of the population or something? Do you understand? So, like, in that in that sense, yes. But then, and then in terms of our politics... there's a lot of illegal Muslims. Yeah, but... And they all seem to get papers. Mm, but in terms of our politics, like, okay. Well, in terms of our daily life. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is that... I mean, you, you drive past the... Israeli embassy that impacts you and <laughs> it will really impact you if you lose control of your car yes and definitely. drive into the wall of definitely. the embassy then it's going to impact you no that definitely is going to or you're driving on the highway and you say uh, uh, and you see a sign that says boycott apartheid Israel yeah that is so maybe the sign causes you to have an accident <laughs> then it impacts you sure but what I'm saying is that you know Pascal was speaking very sarcastically, if you didn't get that. But what I was saying... Please don't cry. <laughs> but what I was saying is that, like, our politicians, or politicians in a lot of countries are making a lot of decisions instead, based off of the Israel-Palestine war instead of making decisions about the country. And I'm specifically speaking about South Africa. No, no, we'll get into that. And we'll get into that. So this week we are, to this week we are looking or we're speaking and getting, giving our opinion on the whole fact that the EFF motioned a call for the closure of the Israeli, Israeli embassy in Pretoria. That is what we're going to be speaking about. Yes. It's going to be quite interesting. Because they want freedom. Because they want freedom. From what? From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Yeah, that's what they say. So that's what we're going to be speaking about. It's going to be quite So we're going to pass motions for that and for the LGBT community of Uganda. Yeah. And then the leader of the EFF, Julius Malema, is going to wear... The one day is wearing the rainbow flag. Yeah. And the other day is wearing the Palestinian flag. 
<laughs> I'd like to ask Mr. Malema, your honorable the commanding chief of the economic freedom fighters, please walk into Gaza. Just walk into the Gaza Strip with your rainbow flag. Mm. Start at the south, walk through to the north. Let's see if you make it. Eish. That is what we're always talking about right here on the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. Turn up the volume. The volume. This is Radio On Demand. What you want, when you want it. It's Active It's Active Affair. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. So we are speaking about the motion for closure of this, the Israeli embassy in South Africa that was motioned by the EFF on the, I think it was earlier this week. Was it Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday that the motion was passed. But uh, we're going to be reading from, and I'm being very sarcastic here, one of our favorite... Uh, Impartial. You know? News uh, outlets. News outlets. Most impartial news <laughs> outlets in the world. And this is Al Jazeera. They totally Man, these guys, stand for there's Israel. There's no bias here. They love Israel. Yes. Israel's greatest fans. I'm telling you. So we'll be reading from Al Jazeera. They love the Jews. And we specifically chose Al Jazeera because it's very interesting on how they put it. If you Have you seen how many pro-Jewish articles I've got in Al Jazeera? <laughs> Literally none. <laughs> Literally none. Um, if you follow them on Instagram, you'll actually see that... They've got almost as many as Russian TV. Yeah. RT. Yeah. Which is? Pardon? Pretty much none as well. Pretty much none, yeah. Um, so the reason we chose so, this is so because... They, they, they said that the guys in Ukraine, RT. Yeah. Are both Nazis oh, and they're connected with the Jews. Oh, hectic. Nazis that are connected with the Jews. It That's what the Russians were claiming. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So the reason we chose Al Jazeera is because it's very interesting how they've put this whole thing with the motion for closure and stuff compared to a lot of the other articles. And... Um, yeah, so the, the title of the article is South Africa lawmakers vote to suspend Israel ties close embassy. The motion calling for the closure of the embassy passed with 248 votes in favor and 91 votes against. South Africa's parliament has voted in favor of a motion calling for the closure of Israel's embassy in Pretoria and the suspension of diplomatic ties as tensions soar between the two countries over the Israeli assault on Gaza. Um, the Israeli assault. Yes. So yeah, there was no assault on Israel. No. It's just no. a one-way assault this. Israel started. Israel just woke up one morning and said, let's invade Gaza. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, the action is largely symbolic. It's <laughs> The action is largely symbolic because it will be up to the president, Cyril Ramaphosa, uh, whether to implement it. The motion calling for the closure of the embassy and suspension of all diplomatic relations until a ceasefire is reached passed on Tuesday uh, with 248 votes in favor and 91 votes against. The action was introduced by the left-wing opposition party Economic Freedom Fighters. We call them the EFF backed by the ruling ANC, uh, ANC, which is the African National Congress, and opposed by members of the centrist white majority, largely pro-Israel, 
Democratic Alliance. We just want to stop there and ask you this. So when you when they're describing the EFF and the ANC, you know, the, yeah, they just say left wing opposition party EFF, and backed by the ruling party ANC. Then when they get to the op- opposing members, they go into detail. You know, they just add like white, centrist, white, 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 white majority, largely pro Israel. So obviously they're trying to create some sort of um, bi- racist narrative. Yeah, racist narrative to say firstly they are white majority. So th- all these BM- BLM people and Antifa and all of these things will basically be like, oh, it's those type of people. Yeah. And then largely pro-Israel, everyone that stands for Gaza will be like, oh, it's uh, so those you're a racist. Yeah. So so if you stand with Israel, you're a racist. Yeah, so it's very interesting how they basically put that. Um, it continues and it says Ramaphosa has said his country believes Israel. So I just is want to say, hey, yes, we were saying before the show. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure of the stats of the, the Democratic Alliance's membership, mm-hmm. but I mean, they 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 would have a lot of coloreds. What we you know what we call in South Africa coloreds, which is mixed race. Yeah, in their in their in their in their membership. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of black people as well. I've met a lot of black people that are part of the DA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure that their membership is majority white. If you say their leadership majority white, for sure. I mean, I don't know if they've got any non-white leaders. <laughs> okay. So no, if you said that, I'll say no problem. Yeah. But the membership, no, there's a lot of non-white DA members. Yeah. So to come now and to say something like this, that's just word framing things. Mm. And saying, if you support Israel, you're racist. Yeah. So, very neutral there, Al Jazeera. <laughs> says no, no, we don't support the DA. If you've listened to the political show, yeah, we don't. the DA's values and the values of this show where we center on Christ politics are polar opposites. Yeah. The DA supports the, the Ukraine in the war in Russia. Mm. We, don't, we don't agree with it. Why, 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 why do you agree with blowing people up? We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it continues and says Ramposa has said his country believes Israel is committing war crimes and genocide in the besieging of the Gaza Strip, where Palestinian authorities have said more than 14,100 people have been killed in Israel's air and ground assault since October 7th. The war in Gaza was triggered when the Palestinian army armed group Hamas launched a surprise attack on southern Israel. Okay, so wait a second. So earlier in your article, you've said this is an assault. Mm. But now there's a surprise attack. Mm. So how's Israel assaulting Gaza, but Gaza attacked first? Yeah, no, it's, it's you know, it doesn't make sense. Like, um, I mean, at least you should say that the Israeli perspective mm. is that their aim is to neutralize Hamas once and for all. Yeah. That's the Israeli perspective. Which Obviously, the Palestinian perspective is the occupiers are attacking us. Yeah. So at least put it like, be objective <laughs> yeah. or try and look objective. Yeah. Um, the vote was held after Israel announced it was recalling its ambassador from Pretoria for consultations. The African country, which has not had an ambassador in Israel since 2018, has long backed the Palestinian cause for statehood. And I think I'm just going to stop it there. No, 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 no. Just, yeah. I'd like to say something. You know, this this is one of the things that bothers me. Mm. They say such and such a country backs this. Mm. Now, 
the truth is the government of such and such a, a country backs whatever. Yeah. You can't say the country does. Yeah. You know, we've never had a referendum. Who would most South Africans vote for? Israel. You think so? Well, I don't... uh, I I suspect you might be right, but... The percentages would be very close, though. So it wouldn't be... So let's say if it's more on Israel... Look, if you you had the the poll amongst the politicians... Or even politically inclined pastors... Yeah. It would be biased towards the Palestinian thing. Yeah. But if you took ordinary everyday South Africans... Mm-hmm. All right. I think there's more South Africans who support Israel. Mm. Okay. Buzz never in mind. But I don't know. Yeah. We've never had a referendum. So now we're recalling the and, and, and we want to cancel the, the embassy. But how do the South African people feel about canceling that embassy? Mm. So there's a lot of people who are taking it upon themselves to um, put a presupposition in place on the morals of the South African people. And this is now a moral crusade, right? Yeah. In a country which aborts how many babies a year? Hmm. We now, we kill our own. Yeah. We murder our own. And and now we're saying, oh, the Israelis are killing Palestinian children. Well, we're killing South African children. Yeah. And it's not even close to a killing. It's not close to murder. So the other thing is, we, we, we pass in this motion when... Stats that I've heard are that if you took the people who die per day in Gaza mm-hmm. and you add to that the people who die per day in the Russia-Ukraine conflict and you put them together, it's less than how many people are murdered every day in South Africa, hmm. which is something like 74 a day. Yeah. So why is everyone not canceling their Saviour embassies? Mm. If, if that's a standard by which we're going to go. These are African children. Yeah the sons and daughters of the soil of the African continent yeah. are being murdered at a rate of 74 a day in a country which is at peace. Hmm. Sounds like we're more in pieces. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so these same politicians who've presided over this, this um, unmitigated murderous disaster are now pontificating on some other piece of land on another continent. And they're not solving the problems here. Hmm. I mean, how many people feel confident going to police to report a murder? Mm. Not confident at all. Many people are scared to. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, you might come... I I don't know what might happen, but anyway. (laughs) Yeah. And the next thing that... So there's this narrative going around and and stuff like that where a lot of people where uh, many Palestinian, and they have it here as well, where many Palestinian rights groups... Um, are drawing a parallel between what's happening in Israel and Palestine and and all of these things. So the Israelis' occupation and South Africa's apartheid regime. Is there? Do you think there is? A, no, it's a total can it lie. Be compared to that, because no. I don't think there's, there no, no, was no, segregation let, that happened. Yeah, first, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we've said this in previous programs. Before the state of Israel was created, let's be uh, frank. Mm. In Yemen, there was a large Jewish population. Mm. In Saudi Arabia, there was a large Jewish population. Mm. In many nations throughout North Africa, Algeria, Libya, countries like that, there were significant Jewish populations. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you sit down and you have a look at that, um, the, the, the Palestinians come with a saying, from the river to the free, Palestine shall be free and all of that rubbish. Yeah. Okay. 
So now you kick the Jews out of Israel, where they're supposed to go. Then they'll tell you now they must go to where they originally came from. Mm. Insinuating that they all came from Europe or something, which isn't true. Yeah. They came from North Africa. They came from Egypt. They came from Ethiopia. Yeah. They came from Yemen. They came from Saudi Arabia. They came from Qatar. You know, they, they came from the United Arab Emirates. There were some that came from Kuwait. Mm. Okay. And there were many, many Jews in Jordan. Now, um, Jordan was part of Palestine 100 years ago. Mm. You know, when in, under the Ottoman Empire, modern-day Jordan, modern-day modern Israel, and modern-day Palestine were all the Palestinian territory. And the country Jordan got its name from being Transjordan. And initially, when the division happened between Jew and Arab, because the Arabs wanted to kill the Jews, mm. when Jews started moving to that part of the, 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 the world, you know, from other places in the world. Mm. The Arabs wanted to kill them. And so you had to give the Jews their own country because others were probably being killed. And originally the split was to the east of the Jordan River is Jordan. Mm. That's for the Arabs. And to the west of the Jordan River is for the Jews. Mm. And then the British actually screwed the Jews. Mm. And they then divided the little part, which, I mean, Jordan's much bigger than, 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 than Israel. And Palestine put together mm -hmm. and they said now we're going to divide this little piece for the Jews further and they divided that thing into oblivion and the Jews accepted it you know when they show you a map of this is this was this was the division between Israel and Palestine in 1948 that's because the the British had screwed the the Jewish people mm. and um, the Arabs wouldn't even accept that so they attacked and they lost hmm. and then Israel took over territory and I don't see what the difference is between that and where in the early 1970s Turkey invaded invaded Cyprus yeah and my father-in-law who may rest in peace um, he had to flee along with his brother because the area of Cyprus where they were living um, was invaded hmm. and now the Turks see that as part of Turkey so what's so Israel won that, that war in 1948 and Turkey basically won that war when they invaded Cyprus so that's war you invade and if you win you stay yeah <laughs> throughout is. history yeah and uh, what happens now I just want to tell you this is what happens so the Palestinians or Hamas attacks and their cause is not a Palestinian one. Their cause is an Islamic one. Mm. Okay? What they hate is that Israel is not under Islamic rule and it once was, which mm. makes Muhammad look bad. Mm. Israel attacks back, starts wiping them out. And the moment Israel starts winning, everyone calls for a ceasefire. Mm. Israel is the only country in the world. They get attacked, and when they attack back, everyone demands a ceasefire. Yeah. All right. And no one's calling for a ceasefire in the middle of the northern part of Mozambique mm. where Al-Shabaab is terrorizing the people, wiping villages out yeah. in the name of Islam. Yeah. No one's calling for a ceasefire there. Yeah. So, um, you know, now, would I prefer there to be peace? Yeah, but then Hamas is going to have to change their founding charter. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to have to change their charter to say, no, we accept the right of Israel to exist. Hmm. Which... 
<laughs> it's not likely, but I yeah. mean, if someone can strong arm Hamas into doing that, then, then, then peace has a chance. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what I was thinking about because everyone is so focused on what Israel is doing and what Israel is doing wrong and all of these things, but no one is looking. Well, they're turning a blind eye because it's not like no one is looking. They're turning a blind eye to the whole purpose of why this thing started and the whole... Um, the whole charter that is backing them and what they want to do. And in the charter, I mean, we even did that show where yeah, in the you're charter... You're talking about Hamas's charter, yes, in not, the, not the Israeli charter. No, no, no. Yeah. In the charter for Hamas, it actually specifically mentions Israel by name that they want to destroy. And it quotes the Hadith and the Quran. Yeah. Which says that every Jew must be killed. Yep. It's not just wiping out Israel. And that when the Jews running away and they're hiding behind a rock or a tree, mm. the rock or the tree are going to say to the Muslim... There's a Jew hiding behind me. Come yes. kill them. And then also the videos that came out uh, a few days after the war had started and things like that of Hamas basically saying that they're on a mission to to what's this to end Israel and stuff. So everyone is so focused on Israel is doing this wrong. Let's let's shut down. Let it's just like when the the Russia-Ukraine war started, everyone was cancelling Russia and all of these things instead of actually looking at what are the points or what are the actual reasons that this war is starting. Well, that's a very good question, mm. Giggs. That's a brilliant question you just raised. You know, think about it. So Russia was bad, right? Yeah. Now, I mean, obviously Russia is going to fully support the Palestinians. Mm. Okay, not even a little bit, a lot. Mm. Okay, so... Russia supports the Palestinians and now they're okay to support the Palestinians. Mm. All of a sudden, they're not wrong anymore. Mm -mm. Now the Israelis are wrong. So, you know, guys, I want you to seriously think about your political views. Yeah. Most of you are talking about the situation between Israel and Palestine and you actually have no clue what's going on. Yeah. You, you do not understand Islam and unless you understand Islam, do not even try and understand what's going on. Yeah. Don't even try. Yeah, true. Okay. And then even... Um, as we've said before, I can see that Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli Prime Minister, this this war has helped him. Mm. He was having serious problems in his country with the left-wing guys, yeah. the left-wing Israelis. And, you know, that left-wing's got very small now. Mm. And the people have united behind this war mm. in, in Israel because yes. of what happened on October 7. Yeah. So Benjamin Netanyahu is a lot stronger. And, 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 and I'm open to say that. Mm. This war's in, in Benjamin Netanyahu's interest. Yeah, it is. It's also in Hamas's interest. Mm. So all the leaders there on both sides, they're benefiting. Mm. And mothers are crying over their children dying. Yeah. And people are painting political pictures mm. who don't actually care about either the Jews or the Palestinians that are in there. And the last thing I want to say is, how many of the soldiers in the Gaza Strip are Arabs? Mm. Israeli Arabs. Because mm. you know they also get conscripted, eh? They have to go fight. Mm. So there's Arab mothers that are crying because their Arab Israeli soldier children have oh, been killed. killed. Exactly. And no one seems to talk about that. Mm -mm. No. No one. So guys, please get a laugh, eh? South <laughs> African uh, Parliament. Focus Can on we South please Africa. stop the murders in South Africa? Yes. Because more people are dying here than in Gaza. Mm -hmm. We demand leave embassies alone and make the Police stations in South Africa, embassies from crime. Yeah. Because they aren't today. Exactly. 
In James 2 verse 5 to 6, it says, Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? Yeah, now I just want to change this. Now, I'm, not, I'm not being heretical here. Hmm. But are the rich not the ones who are dragging you into war? Hmm. Um, you know, even when I look at the crime situation in South Africa, there's too many things that I believe are happening on purpose. Hmm. We've spoken about the Zamazamas, which is the illegal mining guys. Yeah. And these illegal mining guys are supposed to be poor people. But these poor people have, uh, uh, you know, have weaponry that, I mean, some of some of their, their, their rifles are, are, are anti-aircraft guns mm. or anti-tank guns. Mm. How do poor people get that kind of weapon in mm. their hands? And so at the end of the day, I want everyone to realize there is a group of rich people in the world who control all of these wars and all of these situations for their own advantage. Mm. The same as the rich pull you into court and use the court system for their own advantage because they can afford the top advocates. Mm. The thing is, um, if you are rich, you're going to answer to God for what you do with those that are poorer than you. Mm. For you to go rip off a poor person just because you can is massively evil in the sight of Almighty God. And Jesus himself said, woe to you. Mm. In Isaiah chapter 58, I think it is, where Isaiah is talking about fasting. He says, you guys are fasting, but and, and I want Muslims to hear this. You guys are fasting, but look at how you abuse the poor. Mm. Look at how you, I'm going to say to Muslims, look at how you abuse the Jew. Mm. I'm going to say to the Jews, look at how you look down on the Gentile. Because mm. you, 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 you have a racist attitude, attitude towards the Gentiles. Mm. And, and at the end of the day, um, what about those, of those groupings that you so despise, both Muslim and Jew and everyone else, who are poor? And you don't lift a finger to help them. Yeah. You don't lift a finger to help them get food and anything like that. Um, what, you think you're not going to answer? Mm. The thing is, at the end of the day, this world is so far from God. Eh? Mm. And people are so interested in their political positions and their opinions that they just leave people by the wayside. And I want to tell you that Jesus came and died for every single human being on the face of the planet. Yeah. He died for the Palestinian. He died for the Jew. He died for the Gentile. He died for the atheist. He died for the Buddhist. He died for everyone. And anyone that will come to Jesus and acknowledge, I'm a sinner and I need salvation. The Bible promises, put their faith in Jesus, they will be saved. Amen. And that's a message that needs to go out there. Yeah. And politicians, before you start shouting about a war somewhere else, fix your own country. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that to a saving government. Mm. All these politicians, they like to go to their G7s, their G20s, their G-whatevers, their BRICSs, whatever, whatever international thing they got. Yeah. They eat the best food. They have caviar and, you know, for breakfast, lunch, and supper. And then they shut their mouths off and they don't fix the nonsense that they, they're obliged to in their own country. Yeah. And I just want to say one last thing. If you happen to be a leader, because I'm just by faith believing leaders in the world of countries are going to listen to this. <laughs> if you're a leader of a country, just remember... When your citizens are suffering and your citizens are poor, that is an insult to you. Mm. And that goes directly. It's a stain against your conscience and against your character. Mm. And people look down on you because of the state of your people. Yeah. Just remember that, sir, ma'am, whoever you may be. Yeah. 
This has been an interesting show as always. And a violent one. We've got a violent opinion here today. Because this is the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. Active FM. Radio has never been better.